Well, I'm Ron Alesco, and you're listening to Traditions here on WFUFM 89.1 on your dial. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, there's a, a brand new book out. It's called Stand Up and Sing, Pete Seeger, Folk Music and the Path to Justice. It is a um, children's book, although I, maybe a young adult book might be the right name for it. I don't, we'll talk to the author right now. Her name is Susanna Reich, and uh, we have Susanna on the phone with us. Susanna, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, very good, thanks. I just want to, want to thank you for uh, spending some time with us today to, to talk about this book. Um, it's really the first illustrated book about Pete Seeger, and it is geared to a young audience. Now, I don't know, would you call it a children's book, a young adult? I mean, how would you classify this? I, I would call it a children's book. I think uh, kids as young as seven would probably appreciate it, especially with the beautiful art it has. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the artwork is uh, by an artist by the name of Adam Gustafson, who has uh, been an illustrator for, for over uh, 20 different books for children. Um, I, I, I guess uh, well, we'll talk a little bit about the art and, and so much, but I just want to get really to, to find out why you chose Pete as, as a subject. Because you've, you've written other children's books, some fiction, some nonfiction. You did a book about the Beatles, I understand, and, uh, and then a few other artists. Um, what was it that brought you to Pete Seeger? Well, I uh, grew up in a very musical household. My mother was a musicologist, um, like Pete's father, Charles Seeger. And I grew up in the Hudson Valley, so Pete was a constant presence um, as I was growing up. But I really associated him most with the Clearwater. And I think um, each generation of fans has their own uh, connection to Pete. Uh, and I really wanted to introduce him to the next generation. Well, it's, it's certainly uh, uh, an admirable thing to do, especially at this day and age. I mean, there's so much... Uh, uh, turmoil in the world. It's so, somebody like Pete who really stood up for so much. I think it's a it's a lesson to be learned. And uh, what what I really enjoyed about your book is that you you know you really pulled no punches and uh, and you know you discussed the uh, sometimes controversial career that Pete had the the, the blacklisting um, the the issues with civil rights in Vietnam. And I'm guessing that, you know, some people might have found that to be a difficult subject for, for a children's book. Was, was it hard for you to, to choose that? Did you have any pushback from, from publishers? Um, no, I had, a, I had an enthusiastic editor from the beginning um, who was a big Pete fan, so that wasn't a problem. Um, I was amazed as I learned more and more about him in the research to see how he was there at every point all through the 20th century. Right. Uh, Susanna, Susanna I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we're having some, some phone line problems here. Uh, I'm going to call you back in, a, in another moment, see if we can get a clearer line, because I, I want people to hear what you have to say. Uh, in the interim, I want to play a, another song from Pete. Um, so we'll, we'll be back in a moment with Susanna Reich. To my old brown earth and to my old blue sky I'll now give these last few molecules of I and you who sing and you who stand nearby I do charge you not to cry Guard well our 
chain Watch well you keep it strong As long as sun will shine And this our home Keep pure and sweet and green For now I'm yours And you are also mine And that's Pete Seeger. We're hearing an excerpt from his song My Old Brown Earth. Um, we have on the phone with us Susanna Reich. I think we have a better connection now. Susanna, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, we can hear you now. <laughs> That's good. good. Uh, I'm sorry. When we were we were interrupted, we were talking about um, the publishers, and you were saying that you have a publisher that was very supportive of the book. Yes, I have. My editor is a is a Pete Seeger fan, so uh, she was very enthusiastic about the project, and uh, I think the book really is a. a captures a picture of the whole 20th century and all the social justice movements going back to the union movement in the 30s and the um, the House and American Activities Committee, the Vietnam War, the Civil Rights Movement, all those things that Pete was involved in decade after decade. Was, it's really re- remarkable. It, it really is a remarkable story, and uh, it's sometimes an unbelievable story. But uh, you you really captured uh, so much uh, of the history, and you brought it from from the early days when he was with his with his parents, uh, discovering what folk music was, right up to the the end with with the Clearwater and all the wonderful work he did there. Did did you know Pete at all? Or I mean, you mentioned you know growing up in the Hudson Valley, but did you actually know Pete? I didn't know him personally, only as an audience member. Mm-hmm. Um, d- doing, were we, d- doing research for the book, um, did you discover new things that you, you hadn't known about, Pete? I didn't realize um, what a prolific writer he was. Um, there's so much material, and there was a book that came out a couple years ago called Pete Seeger in His Own Words, which has excerpts from his writings from his whole lifetime. Um, and it was terrific to see... Uh, cross section of all of that. Uh, the, the the diversity of, of of Pete and the work that he did, um, you, it was captured not only in your words but by this beautiful artwork by by Adam Gustafson. Uh, how, how did you two connect? Have you worked with him before? Um, I actually have worked with him before on my last book, which was about the boyhood of the Beatles, uh-huh. um, called Fab Four Friends. So I knew Adam was was very good at drawing musicians. He's a musician himself. Um, and it's, it's very difficult to get all the details of instruments right, um, guitars and banjos and every fret and every headstock and all the details. Um, and I knew he would do a good job at that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you, you've had a very interesting career yourself. I was reading a little bit about you. I understand you were, you were a dancer, and uh, you started writing, and you became involved in, in children's book. What, what led you in this direction? Um, well, I was always interested in the arts, all kinds of arts. As I mentioned, my mother was a musicologist. I grew up um, being a dancer and danced up to, until I was about 30, and then I worked as a floral designer. Uh, my husband is a was a fine artist. He now is also a children's book author. Um, and so 
when I became interested in writing for kids, I wanted to write about art and artists and and the impact they have in the world and try to convey to kids um, what it means to be an artist, how someone becomes an artist, um, and all, all that that idea. Now, now be- becoming an artist, was this something that, it, that kind of in- attracted you to Pete? Because um, he, he's not your, your regular artist. <laughs> he was uh, kind of going against the grain and a lot of other uh, commercial musicians. I mean, calling Pete commercial, I guess, something you would never want to, want to understand. But, That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, he, was, he was kind of surprised when he had a, a big hit with the Weavers back in the 50s, um, and they were suddenly performing in nightclubs and going on tour, and it wasn't his people at all. Right. Um, as you went through the book and as you were writing this, is there one message that you were trying to deliver to children? Um, well, I think the message is kind of encapsulated in the title of Stand Up and Sing, that everybody has a voice, that every voice is important, that if you see something that's not right in the world, don't be afraid to say something about it, um, and that music brings us all together uh, and can be used as a vehicle to um, express our needs and wants as human beings. There's also a very lovely introduction by Peter Yarrow. Um, how did that come to be? Um, that was something that the publisher was able to uh, to arrange. I guess they knew Peter Yarrow and knew, you know, of his love for Pete Seeger, so they asked him, and he. I was thrilled that he said yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, Susanna, I, I really thank you for, for, for writing this book and for spending some time with us today. Um, I, I think it's important, uh, as a host of a folk music show, to, to, to know that you know, younger generations are going to start to discover him. Uh, you know, in a day and age, I guess, when we're living in with so many uh, different choices for kids, um, reading books is so important and is often overlooked. Um, I, I, I really wish you success with this. Um, thank you. Do, do you. Do you have plans for book signings and such? Or where are you going? Yeah. Um, we had, have had a couple already, but we're going to be at the Desmond Fish Library in Garrison, up in Pete Seeger Country on April 8th. Uh, and we're going to be at the Oblong Fish in Beck on the last Saturday in April, the 29th. Oh, excellent. Well, I think we're getting a little more static on the phone right now, so Susanna, I, want to, I hate to cut this short, but I, I thank you so much. This is a great book. It's called Stand Up and Sing. Pete Seeger, Folk Music and the Path to Justice, Susanna Reich, with illustrations by Adam Gustafsson, and it's from uh, uh, Bloomsbury Press, I understand? Bloomsbury yes. Children's, right? Yes, thank right. you. And I assume it's available in bookstores and Amazon and all those fine places. Everywhere books are sold. Oh, excellent. <laughs> well, Susanna, best of luck with this. Thanks for talking to us today, and uh, we look forward to, to more things from you in the future. Thanks a lot.